Hello and welcome to a podcast brought to you by The Religion of Aston Villa. We're a social media account on Twitter and Facebook that wants to get our voices out there and heard, so please join us. You're right, guys. Welcome to another episode. Today is obviously a bit of a rushed episode because out of absolute nowhere, uh, we have signed Danny Ings uh, for a fee, believing up to rise up to 30 mil with add-ons and stuff from Southampton. Um, I did, obviously didn't know anything about this. I don't think many, many people did. Many people's reactions is in shock. Obviously, everyone seems to be very happy, but... Yeah, Brad, we've just signed, uh, in my opinion, one of the uh, best out-and-out strikers uh, in uh, the league. Um, Yeah, what are we thinking? Well, as you said, everyone lost the red. Um, I'm including that. Um, Basically, I saw it. um, I was basically sat in my living room. I heard it. I screamed. And my brother was next door, babysitting, and he ran around because he thought I was being murdered. So that kind of gives you my the impression and my reaction um, from that signing because I was absolutely gobsmacked. I know there's been a lot of talk of Tammy over the week um, and, and things like that, but Danny Ings, I know he's older than Tammy and I've seen people saying, why didn't we get Tammy? But, I, I you know, uh, for me personally, I think it was a London thing. I think, as I've always said, I think it's maybe his wages would have been ridiculous on top um and to be fair when you compare strikers to strikers um Danny Ings is far superior now he's a bit biased now we signed him but stats don't lie as everyone knows um and one of the you know you, if you just look at some of his stats that um out of uh, since the beginning of the 1920 season only Salah and Kane had scored more non-penalty goals than Ings. Well, they say that, but Salah's got the same, which is 31 goals. Only Kane scored more, which is 35. Um, that's huge amount of goals. One thing we struggled with last season was goals and creativity. We've added Bali, we've added Buendia, Ashley Young not so much, but you know, we're still quite creative. Um, and now we've gone out and out to proper old school centre forward signing. And I think that is an absolute worldie of a signing. I just think it ticks so many boxes. Like I found out, I was at my lad's football training and my phone beeped and it obviously came apart on the screen and said, uh, Aston Villa are delighted to announce. And I'm thinking, what? And they clicked onto it and it says Danny Ings. And I had to double look and think, am I following some Joker's account where they're, where they're just making like a Aston Villa, Aston Villa official and they're just playing around? And they clicked into it and thinking, pretty hell, didn't see this coming. But, like what we've been saying in the previous um, podcast, we need a striker. We can't rely on Wesley. Uh, Davis is injured for two months. So we sort of, again, like the past few seasons, but backs up into a corner regarding no yeah. cover. Um, so I think finally, after going past Baston and Samata, it looks like maybe we've got a decent sort of striker to push Watkins now. Um I was a little bit surprised with the fee, but then when you get into the stats, like what you just said regarding goals, you think to yourself, well, actually, it's not too bad. And to be fair, he has been a captain for Southampton 
for quite a while as well. Even though Jay, um, well, Prowse is the captain as well. I know Mings has, uh, Ings has also wa- uh, wore the captain's armband. So it's another experienced head in the dressing room because we get, it's all right getting all these wonder kids and all this and everything, but you need experience in there to keep it all together. And yeah. I think that's why they've got young and that's why they've got Ings. So that's a very shrewd move. Um, I mean, I don't know if we're already spending the Jack money or whatever, but it doesn't bother me. The fact that we're having players like this, because he is probably in the top five out and out strikers in the league, in my opinion, um, not last season, but the season before, he got 22 goals and seven assists or something like that. He would have been picked for England Euro squad, but obviously the Euros got cancelled because of COVID. That's the sort of player we're getting. Um, so I'm yeah. buzzing for it. Um, obviously, I would like to see how he's going to work into the team with uh, Watkins and stuff, but it sounds bad. That's not my problem. I don't, I don't have to deal with that. That's what... Dean Smith gets paid for and I don't think he'll be able to pay that much money for Ings for not playing so it'll be interesting to see what we do maybe we'll see two up top it'll be very interesting um, but it's a massive massive signing it's a shame that Jack won't be around to sort of um, sort of be part of what what we're doing there now but it is what it is everyone moves on and I just think this signing's going to sort of there's Basically, it's a start of things to come because I think in the next week, obviously, before the start of the season, I can see most of our business getting done. So I think this is the first of many. But as most Villa fans now, I'm just in shock. But I'm just so happy that we're buying people of this calibre instead of getting bashed, bashed on from Swansea and uh, strikers from the Turkish League. Well... As you touched on a few points there, as you said that he, he's his record, like you said, he got twenty. I think it was twenty five overall, you know, yeah. including all cups and things for Southampton. Um, he's got uh, thirty four in sixty seven, so he's pretty much got a goal every two games, which is absolutely Decent. outstanding yeah. for a side that isn't exactly. No disrespect to them, they're not pushing up the league. Do you know what I mean? So that's phenomenal um and as you've said as well about the 30 million which kind of did put me i wouldn't say put me off because i didn't give i didn't care because he's is that good um but somebody did mention the fact that lukaku is 28 100 million pound mentioned kane 28 100 million mentioned danny ings who's just turned 29 literally a month ago signs for 30 million and as i said about the stats he's only scored two less than Harry Kane. So it's not like... I'm not saying he's in the calibre of Lukaku, uh, Lukaku and Kane. I'm not, because obviously they're world-class strikers. But to get somebody of that quality for £70 million less kind of shows you that it is actually quite a bargain. Um, I know people are going to say he's got a lot of injuries. And to be fair, that did concern me. Um, so I, I did look at it and... If, if I say to you, like, everyone think, like, he's missed half a season, he's missed this, he's missed that. The last time he missed over a month was uh, of, of football. Uh, sorry. The last time he missed uh, over a month was um, was November to December, which is he missed 34 days. Fine. It, it is what it is. That was um, what I suppose was going through the whole COVID thing and stuff like that. So he missed three games. Um, but... More any 
going into uh, double digits of games, the last time he missed more than 10 games was in 2016. So he's pretty much gone, what, four or five years without missing more than, you know, three or four games. So it's not that big of a deal, especially when, as you said, we've got Watkins. So, yeah, he has got some injuries. Yeah, but I think it's been blown up out of proportion. Um, you know, he's missed, if I just rally some off, 19 days, eight days, 30 days. Um, 15 days, five days, things like that. And then people are saying maybe, you know, oh, we should have got Tammy. But the thing is, we've just sold a player for 100 million in Jack, as you mentioned, who misses a third of the season for the last, what, three, four years in a row. So it, as long as you've got adequate cover, it's not that big of a deal, I don't think. As long as you say you keep on on his injuries, rotating, because obviously it's Southampton. He was the main stroke. He was the main man. He's going to get overplayed. Um, but with us having Watkins, it's going to be interesting now that how it's going to work. Like you said, will they rotate? Will Watkins be pushed out wide? Which for me is a big no-no. I don't like him out wide. I'd like to see maybe Ings play just off Watkins or vice versa and, and do that way about it. But um, as you said as well, that it was a £25 million deal with £5 million add-ons with an option of a fourth year. Um, but what shocked me the most uh, from the tweet from um, Sam Wallace from The Telegraph was he said that it, the negotiations over the price was completed within a day. So that kind of says, like, did we, <laughs> did, did we just ring them and say, how much do you want? They went 25 and we got, uh, okay, so <laughs> just got just literally, was it, was it over text, WhatsApp? Because it was done, like they said, within a day. I don't think I've ever known a transfer, like obviously we're not privy to everything, done so quick. So that kind of shows you, like, we must have just gone in and just, just bolted for him. Um, and one other thing before I let you have your little uh, before your reactions to this is Dean Smith's the the line um, that he said he will be a leader in our squad, a role model for our rapidly developing academy players in our first team. Um, and that was obviously he mentioned Louis Barry and Brad Young. So it sounds like he's going to be mentoring the young strikers. And I don't think that's a bad mentor. Well, no, I mean. That's, I mean, that's exactly what I said. It's just the experience and the leadership that he'll bring. He's just going to gel the uh, changing room together. I'd love it. Um, I didn't know his injury history until you said because I've because everyone always says it's so bad, but that doesn't actually seem that bad. But like, Not, no, no, three, four games. It's it's no biggie now. But it's like Mings. Like they have one big injury and suddenly they're injury prone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that's what people have got. Like, Mings had that really bad injury. And suddenly, he's injury-prone. But Mings for Villa, obviously, touch wood, like, but he's not had a big injury since. So, it's, it, sh- it shows you. But players that have big injuries learn from having their injuries and, and obviously avoid a repeat of it, don't they? So, yeah, if it's, managed yeah. The, if it's managed the right way, then, yeah. So, the injury thing don't bother me at all. It was the age thing that bothered me. But like you said, he's only just turned... 29. I think his birthday was July or something, isn't it? So yeah. we've got a good two, three years in his prime still because he's, he's a player now that's in his prime now. Like, we're not waiting for him to get to his prime. He's in his prime now. So we're having one of the top five strikers in the league, in my opinion, in his prime now. So he's ready to go. So he's a ready-made striker to help us push for Europe. So it's, it is really a no-brainer and it's a massive sign. And I don't think people are Realising how big it is, yes, we've just signed Leon Bay, uh, Leon Bailey as well, but 
Ings is a completely different sort of signing. Bailey's more for the future and he's obviously going to push and help us. And, you know, if he goes, a big salon fee. But Ings is here and now. He's hired now to score his goals. Like, do, do you know what I mean? If Bailey yeah. doesn't start the season off well, it's not a problem because we can say he's, he's adjusting, he's this and that. Ings, there's none of that because he's used to the league. He's a ready-made sort of striker for the league now. So, yeah, that's why I'm happy because he's just going to go from the off. There's no Jalen pro- process or anything. I, I think he'll just crack on. It'll just be very interesting to see where he is, obviously, um, uh, in the squad, like you said. Are we going to play him um, up top and then push Watkins on the wing? Are we going to go two up top or rotating or certain, like you sort of think to yourself what teams Mings would, um, Ings would play better against and Watkins would, will play better against. So, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what they do. I mean, I really thought Ings would go to, I want to say, Chelsea or Spurs. So, for us to get him is a massive thing because I really think, um, obviously, we we're talking before we came on that, obviously, we're not going to Abraham. Where would he go? And we said, obviously, possibly Spurs if Kane goes. But I thought Ings could go to Spurs, but that's the sort of player that we're buying yeah. now. A player that a top that he should have gone to a top four team, but he came to us. I think that's a massive sign of intent. Yeah, well, that's the thing. As you, uh, like you said, that I, I do think Tammy's going to go to Spurs. I thought it was. I personally thought Ings was nailed on, and I think that's probably why he moved quickly. Maybe he's got wind. Kane is going to Man City. I don't know, obviously. And they've got, right, we know Ings is a target for them. Let's just get in and smash it. Um, just touching on the injuries again, um, because obviously I will say the one thing that does worry me a little bit is when, I, as I said, he's only missed, you know, like I said, double figure of games. He hasn't done it since 2016. Um, and the reason why I think people think he is injury prone is from... 2015 to 2017, he pretty much missed both seasons. Like he missed two seasons pretty much in full. But since then, he's had the odd one, but it's nothing major. But if you go down the list of what the actual injury is, it's hamstring, 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 <laughs> hamstring. Um, so obviously, that's something we've got to take note of, um, you know, as the games go on. And Longer say we don't, you know, we rotate and do when we need him, and especially when we need a plan B, which we struggled with last season. Um, he'll be superb. And what I found quite funny is obviously everyone, um, including us, with Mings, we've got Mings and Ings, so it's going to be a bit of a nightmare um, into the new year. But I yeah. will say we've got House, so I wonder if we can get Prouse. Maybe. Ooh. See what I did? Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> that's a bit. I'm liking that one. Yeah. Oh, that's that's decent. That is. But what what I do think um, as well, which I don't know if you'll agree with this as well, um, is if Bally and Ings wasn't part of Jack's money, does that mean we've still got another hundred mil to play with? Um, Which, if it does. Like, there's a lot of talk of Twan Zabie coming in, which is a loan. Twan Zabie, Twan We've got a keeper, apparently, who wants, which only being a, a number two is he's going to be cheap or free. So does that mean, obviously, we know we, we want another attacking midfielder, as it's been reported today, and a defensive midfielder. Does that mean there's 100 million to play with for two positions? 
So what do you think? Um, I don't think Bailey um, was part of the Jack money. I think we'll get him regardless. Um, we've obviously Trez being out and stuff. And yeah. I think we're always going to get him or get an attacking player like him. Um, Ings, I think Jack going or potentially obviously going has maybe put a bit more towards our funding for a striker. But I definitely think we haven't touched the Jack money as much as people as people think. Because some people think straight away, oh, we've already spent 60 mil of it. And I'm thinking, no, 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 no. There's no, there's no way that we were waiting on Jack to be sold for us to spend. Um, no, no. I, I will get an, we'll get another number 10 in and a defensive midfielder in. And... Regardless, both those positions are going to cost big. Um, if we do, do if we do do Cantwell, you're looking at thirty to forty, and obviously there's names being fired around for defensive midfielders. Obviously, Board Prowse being one of them. But again, you're looking at like, obviously a lot of money for that. Twanzabi would be a loan, and you know, and the keeper maybe won't cost that much. So, I don't mind spending the Jack money if it's on a few players. Because I remember when, when we spent the Benteke and Delph money, I think we had about 50 mil to spend, and Tim Sherwood was the manager. And with that 50 mil, we brought about 12 players, and they're absolute donkey, all of them were. Um, and I don't want that to happen, so I'd rather that 100 mil go on to two superstars. Do you know what I mean? It's not about quantity now, it's about quality. So as long as we spend it wisely, I don't care. Just don't buy stuff that we don't need. Well, this is my thing. I, I think I'd love, I mean, personally, I'm a big fan of Cantwell. I have, I know he's very Marmite. I know some fans like him, some fans don't like him. Um, I know he's one of those. Um, but I would, I would, I would take both. Um, but I did put a little tweet out, which did make myself chuckle as I was doing it. But I would love to see our owners just because them proper annoyed and angry at Jack where they, they can literally go and decimate four clubs with four signings in uh, taking St. Max from Newcastle, ruined. Ward Prowse <laughs> from Southampton, ruined. Basuma from Brighton, ruined. And Cantwell from Norwich. He has just Thanos <laughs> in, in Avengers and just wiped out four clubs with four signings. And to be fair, all four would make our squad. Um, but in all seriousness, yeah, I agree with you. As long as we don't do a tactics, Tim, and try and sign everybody from France and throw in a couple of your mates like Richards and Lescott, I think we'll be fine. I can't see Dino doing that. And I think, I also think that Wood Price probably, even though we've got 100 million probably burning our back pocket plus whatever's left over of the kitty, I don't see Dino being the type of manager. To, I know it's he's only the coach. I know it'd be Lang and Perslow, but I can't. Personally, I can't see fifty million pound signings coming in. I, I, I mean, I, obviously, I've just said we've probably got hundred million to spend on two players, which would be nice. But I, I don't think that's how we operate as a club. I think we try and find these bargains, like an Ings, like a Buendia, and things like that, and then do it that kind of way. Um, I don't think it's bargain buckets, but I don't think it's going to be world beaters unless we game at the right price. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like. Um, there's, there's deals to be done, as you said earlier. I think most of our business will be done early, before the start of the season. Um, if I'm a betting man, I'd probably say Twanzabi, as it's been heavily linked through Sky Sports and and all that. But I also think um, Cantwell would be the two that will come in quite quickly. 
Um, just because them, like I said, Sky Sports are reporting both um, very heavily. And and the funny thing about I will say about Danny's going back to him was it was quite funny that if uh, someone posted a Sky Bet print uh, like uh, a print a screenshot of it, and Danny Ings to Villa was pretty much one to one to come. Now I'm not I'm not really much of a betting man, but I know one to one is is pretty much you're not going to make any money out of it. And I thought that was quite strange. So somebody's put an absolute wedge on Danny Ings coming to Villa, like pretty much about a week ago. So it's yeah, it's 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 strange, but at the same time, there's been no real in the nose, no reporters reporting it. It is a proper old school signing under the radar, and literally the first thing you know about it is the club saying we've signed him. So I I, I do like it, and I don't like it because obviously we all love to get excited over a signing. It was like a Wesley. It was like a Wesley signing, weren't it? Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, nobody knew, and then bang, it popped out. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I trust the process. Whatever happens, happens. I think Villa don't do things by half now, um, so I don't think anything we do now is like rushed or yeah. Um, oh, let's buy so and so because fans want him. Or you know, under Tony Shea, it just seemed to me if you could just put on Twitter, Tony buy so-and-so, he, 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 was, he was sort of brought by the end of the day. So, like, <laughs> it was just mental. Because I, I remember everyone saying, oh, we need to buy Ross McCormack and stuff. And literally, we brought him. which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just think we're... I think we're now in better hands. We run, like, a proper club. Everything's done with analysis and stats. And it's not done by half, you know what I mean? So... The fact that we got this deal done and no one knew about it actually fills me with confidence that we do our business right because that means we can keep things to, to ourselves. So I quite like it. I know it makes Twitter boring, but I quite like the fact that we can just get it done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do like the odd surprise. I do like the big build-up like we did with Buendia, but then I hate the whole Arsenal's coming for him now and then you start going, start panicking, going, oh, I've just, you know what I mean? Like, I thought we've got him now, but Arsenal's coming for him. I hate that side of it. Um, but then I like this thing surprise. I mean, on the Jack thing, I suppose nothing's really been reported from Villa side. It's all been, I don't want to talk about him too much because I know we're going to do one, a podcast on him, but... I think maybe if they didn't mention Jack at all leaving um, on either side of the fence, Man City and Villas, and then we just see him in a in a in a Man City shirt, um, I don't know if that would have been better than doing this whole long prolonged saga because it's literally been three four days of non-stop like looking on social media and then different reporters and then saying he's edging closer, edging closer, and people are just losing their minds, including us. I'm not gonna lie, um, but. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I think, I think you, for some deals you can do it, some deals you can't. Um, but I, I, I see what you mean. I do like an old school fashioned, you know, um, signing like this where you just lose your head and you get that massive excitement because it was new, and it was like Jesus, Christ, where did that come from? And I suppose, like, yeah, I, I get that. It kind of brings the kid back out to me of back in the day looking on teletext, <laughs> seeing who was signed. <laughs> Love. I love teletext. It was three o, <laughs> I think it was three o two or something. Was the, uh, I, I think mine was Green Button. I think was it Green Button Sport? Was it? <laughs> but yeah, um, you just quickly touched on Tunzabi. I think I'll just say my view on Tunzabi. I would want him obviously to be one of the, of the four, 
Um, yeah. So obviously the four back four, but and obviously on loan again that don't bother me. But it has to have an end thing. Either we have an option or whatever to buy him. But yeah, if there's no op- if there's no option to buy him, then I don't want him because we're not improving other people's players. We've done it and it didn't work out for us. Yeah, um, I totally agree with that. To be fair, I mean I under. It's saying, oh, see, I don't know, like slag us off too much, but to me, it, it feels a bit rushed because all of a sudden now we've we're getting all. And it's just kind of like I don't know, it's just a coincidence that Bally's done on the same day as Ings. Uh, Twan Zabi's talks were pretty much progressing. Cantwell's talks are progressing. Very like everything's come all of a sudden. I'm not saying it's, I don't know if it is linked to Jack or not. Whatever the reason. But it kind of feels like we're panicking a little bit much because Engels has been gone how long? So you thought when Engels had signed for, was it Royal Antwerp, you thought a, a sender-off's coming in sooner or later. And we're pretty much nothing, not not like not even real much links to him. And now all of a sudden, um, we, we get a loan in with, part, I don't know if there is an option or not, but if there isn't one, I'm not interested. If there isn't an option, to me, it was a panic signing. Not a bad one, but just... A panic, like we've, we've got to get somebody in. Do you know what I mean? Like that's how it kind of felt to me. Um, but if there is an option, then great, superb, because I know his deal was up. And then at the moment, apparently, according to Sky Sports, again, as, as I said, um, it sounds like once he signed his new deal with um, at Man United's extension, he can come on loan. And now that's two, like two trials of thought for me is either he signed a deal because he'd be a free in the summer, so we get him for free. So they've extended in just so they can get some money for him, which is okay, fine. You know what I mean? Put 10 million or whatever it's going to be. Or they've extended his deal. And then if they've added another option for another year on top of that, then he's going to go back. Do you see what I mean? Like, I, 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 I don't know which way to lean on that. I'm kind of waiting for somebody decent and reliable to come out and say yes or no on the, um, on the option. So I'm supposed we'll probably hear more on that once it's confirmed, if, if it does go through. Yeah, um, yeah. Until obviously all the details come through, it's hard to uh, talk about it. I thought we would have gone for Twinsarby when Varane signed for United, so maybe yeah. that's what's sped it up because Varane signed now, isn't he? Or have I? Yeah. Mis- well, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I believe he has. Yeah. So that means they've got Lindelof, Maguire, Bailey, yeah. and Varane. Now is it Bailey or I don't know? Yeah, is it, it Bailey? We got Bailey. They got Bailey. Am I yeah. right saying that? Yeah, so they've got four centre-backs, obviously quite good ones. Obviously, Twins RB is not going to have a chance there. So be part of our back. So be part of our four. And then obviously, that's going to give them more chance. There. But yeah, hopefully we um, get them and give there's an option for a signing on it. Um, just before we finish, on obviously um, this fantastic day when we signed um, Ings, I just wanted um, a quick discussion over the Garden Shed uh, YouTube live with uh, Leon Bailey's um, what his stepdad stroke agent. Yes, uh, it was something special. Um, <laughs> it's pretty much you don't get them like that anymore. Like genuinely, like uh, I don't know whose idea it was. I don't know um, who who thought. Do you know what? We'll just stick him in a shed for a Jamaican flag in the front and then throw on a laptop. I have no idea. Um, but we got to meet his family, which I suppose is nice. <laughs> we know all the ba- all the ballets now. It's fine. Um, but yeah, like it was, 
It was strange. Look, I don't want to say too much because I don't know how things operate like over there. But yeah, but like I felt it was a bit to say it's a thirty million pound signing, and you know it's what our third third highest um, signing, and and you know it's coming to Premier League. I'm guessing going to be on big money, and then we do it in a shed in the middle of Kingston, Jamaica. It's just Villa all over, any. Let's be honest. Like, there's no other club have done that. Um, but I will say, I will say that we got to see more of everybody else. Like I said, of his family than Bally, of Leon himself. So we'll have to wait to see what he can do on the pitch. Um, but I do have. I, I don't want to like. Obviously, he just signed. There was a couple of things I was concerned with. Was I felt like his his dad was a bit full on, shall I say? And yeah. I get like maybe that's how agents work. I don't know, but I can see him not. I'm, oh, I don't want to be too bad and negative, but I can see him being a bit of an issue and a handful down the line. Like maybe if a big club, bigger club than us, comes in for him, will he push? Because like I'm just saying, that's first impressions. That's what I got. Like I understand he's gonna look after his 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 client and his son at the same time, um, but I kind of get the impression like he's there. It, we're a stepping stone, if that makes sense. Like, because he kind of sold him. He, he tried to sell him several times. Like, he's quick, he's dynamic. He's, do you know what I mean? I thought, Christ, <laughs> sounds like an advert for Aldi. <laughs> but no, he is, he, yeah, I felt like he was a bit full on and I felt like he was very, like, like, pressure, like, pressing, like, proper, like, on you. That's how I got. And my other little concern, which I suppose it's probably nothing major, but. I like a five-year deal now. I know how Starboy signed one and leaving within 12 months. And we've also had Target and Conza have like four-year deals. I think it was when they sign and then get an extension after 12 months or two years. So it can happen. But Bally's coming on a four-year deal. Now, that says to me, if we current deal, obviously after two years, we're going to look to sell. If it doesn't sign a new um, if it doesn't sign a new deal, because obviously you've got two years to run and that's when you're going to get you know, as the clock goes down, the less he's worth. So maybe he'll push for a move then, especially, as I said, I think his dad could be a bit of a handful. But again, it could be 12 months' time. He's loving Villa life and he signs a new extension. So, yeah, just a couple of things I wanted to point out. Yeah. Um, I stopped up till what time to watch it. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, he's stuck in customs. And I'm like, oh. And then it was just random. It was like a desk with a Jamaica flag on it and a laptop and, some memorabilia on the wall and then to save time we met several people um i don't know who all these people were i think some may have been his relatives some um by the sounds of it play for an academy or something because they were trying to sell themselves <laughs> i'm i'm quick i'm this i'm just like what i didn't understand what 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 was going on and then um his sister came on explained that she wanted a an apprentice at the villa shop and i was like Hang on a minute. What's going on here? Um, <laughs> and then suddenly it all ended. Oh, it's going to restart Jamaican time, whatever. And I'm like, mate, I'm 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 in bed. It's gone eleven o'clock. What is Jamaica time? So I know. And then I think someone on Twitter put, oh, it's starting at one o'clock. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I'm not stopping up. I'll catch the best bits on on tw- on Twitter the next day. And to be f- Christ, and like what you said, the agent stroke dad, he is very involved, um, a bit too involved. But maybe yeah. when yeah. 
Leon's over here and he's not got his dad or agent with him, maybe he'll just get on with it. Do you know what I mean? Because I don't think Baylor, Baylor, because he's had any problems with him and all the seasons that he was at Bayern for, he, sm- he smashed it. So I'm not overly concerned with uh, that. I'm just more concerned about the whole strange. He actually signed the contracts live on air and stuff. Yes. It's just bizarre. And then I read some comments and apparently um, it's quite a big thing in Jamaica because they don't have many football stars. And this is probably the biggest Jamaica. Uh, this is the biggest Jamaican football star at the moment. Um, so apparently this was to hype his profile and get his name out there. But he doesn't need to do that. Just play for Villa and, you, and you're playing in the biggest league in the world. So yeah. you don't need that platform. You don't, you don't need that shed. You can just play for Villa and you'll be all right. <laughs> like, it was just bizarre. But I, then I watched the video that he did with AVTV. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. About I seven minutes. I, I, I actually think the interview was actually really, really good. Um, he didn't try and sell himself like like his, like his agent was throughout the, throughout the whole thing. It was just the girl who was interviewing him from AVTV and, and obviously just him. And he came across really, really good. So... When he's over and he's doing his thing, then he'll be fine. I just think it was a bit strange, but um, it is what it is. And it was just a mad... It's just it's just been a mad few days as a Villa fan. It's just crazy, isn't it? You've gone from Jack coming back for training and then going again. It's people spying on, on him over a fence doing that pub training. And then you had, oh, he's going. And then Bailey's shed... And then we sign Ing out, Ings out of nowhere. And it's just like, what a mad few days it's, it has actually been. It is. Um, you can never say it's boring being a Villa fan. It is always exciting, for good or for worse. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's been mental. And I just think it's going to get worse. I think it's going to go nuts. Obviously, everyone's waiting for Jack to be confirmed. That's going to be an absolute... Um, I know we're going to do a podcast on Jack. And just our thoughts, not really, we're not going to sit and memorise about him, but just on our opinion on um, how he's unfolded, shall we say. Because I think everyone's going to have an opinion on it, so why not have one of our own? Um, And then I think there's going to be a few signings coming in. So we're going to have to be on our toes with the podcasts and get them out as quick as we can and and try and get them released. Because obviously um, we only released uh, the Bally one like what less than 24 hours ago um and then this one's coming out now obviously and then obviously jack will be probably confirmed at some point over the next two three days so and then obviously we've got to try and fit in some media madnesses so we've got a busy schedule so (laughs) bear with us but but yeah exactly that that being it's just been absolute nightmare and happy times as a Villa fan. Like, I just completely feel like bipolar because it's just like one minute I'm like crying into, you know, just crying because of Jack leaving. And then next thing I know, I'm screaming like blue murder because we've signed Danny Ings. And it's, it's ridiculous because today it's just been all, um, it's just, it's just been mental. It's just been absolutely mental. It's, yeah, it's never a tall day. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> I can't wait for the transfer window to be shut now. Because then we know what we've got to use. Do you know what I mean? There's no point even us predicting what our first starting eleven's going to be when we could sign two absolute world class players. And, and do you know what I mean? That would change. Every, that would change everything. So, yeah. The, the the strange thing is as well is is obviously we know Jack's going, but 
there's like links to nobody. Like there's all these like like we've got a queue of footballers standing outside Villa Park that include all names of you know across the globe. But there's nobody really linked to leaving, apart from Jack, obviously. Like the like it, it's strange. Like I don't know where we're going to fit them all in. <laughs> yeah, outgoings. There aren't that many there. A few will go out on loan. Um, I think Wesley will probably, probably be one of them as well. I think Connor will go. Yeah. But I think Connor will go when we get another def- defensive mid. Um, I don't think that there'll be that many outgoings regarding sales, though. I think it will no. literally just be Connor and everyone else will be on loan. So Wesley will go on loan and then obviously some of the kids. But it sounds bad, but we don't need to sell anybody now. We've just made 100 mil. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Just before we go, just because it was announced yesterday, I think it was, on the old Keenan Davis having another two months or three months out, so his loan to Stoke got cancelled. You're talking about loans. What do you think of the old Keenan Davis? Before I know it was supposed to be about Ings, but what do you think? I'm gutted for him, but at the end of the day, there's just some... And I just think... (sighs) Every time we think he's... gets to a place where we can use him as in he can play for us or loan him out this happens and I just think yeah I think it's coming to a point now where we can't just keep saying oh yeah he just needs this he just needs that he's been playing for us now since uh, well since we're in the championship when he came and started to make a name for himself and he's just not kicked on so in my opinion I think this season could be his last season at Villa. I don't know if you agree with, with me. I don't think he's a bad player. I don't think he's a bad man. But I just think, I just think he's had enough time now, and I just think it's. I think we need to move on. There's plenty of people that that are better. I think Louis Barry should have the chance. We truly, mm. don't, we obviously don't trust him because we're going to send him on loan. So unless he gets a loan when he comes back, to so say from January, he can get a loan, see see what he can do, but. I just think we need to need to uh, move on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely in in your thinking as well. Um, I mean, he's not set the world alight. I'm not going to say he's a terrible player or anything like that. But you know, he's he's what 23 now, something like that. So he really should be playing week in and week out at that age. Okay, you get you know you do get the odd people who come in a bit late and things like that. But you know he's. I, I I wouldn't mind. It sounds really bad, but I wouldn't mind if we'd released him and just cut ties. I, it's not going to work, in my opinion. He's he's pretty much made a glass. You know, he keeps having these injuries and setbacks. And if you, I know we've just signed a striker who's no not kind of known for injuries. Um, but it's a bit different when he's banging in fifteen to twenty goals a season. Um, do you know what I mean? Like it's it's a bit and in England international and and things like that. But you know he's. He's twenty, what twenty three? I does say. Um, so he is. He, he should be playing week in and week out. He's not going to get that at Villa. We were going to loan him out, which, as you said, we don't trust him. And at twenty three, you don't really loan people out unless they, you know, not needed, or they, or them just, you know, them just redundant. You know, redundant. You don't need them. Um, you normally use the loan system, obviously, to try and force a move somewhere else. Like obviously, um, like Mings and so on that we had, and and maybe Barkley and uh, and that. But you normally do it for the kids, don't you? You know what I mean to get them some experience, which is like you said, like 
um, we get rid of some loans this season for some of the kids. Um, so yeah, for me, I personally just release him now, be done with it. I don't think Villa's going to be that harsh. Um, I think they'll let him see his, his contract out. But yeah, I'm I'm happy to let him go um, and just and go into the sunset and go somewhere else. And good luck to him wherever he goes because he doesn't seem like a bad lad. It just hasn't worked, has it? No, I just think um, a lot of people are too sentimental sometimes of getting rid of players. Davis being one, Hurahan being one. Yes, they've done for us in the past, but they don't improve the squad now. And I think sometimes you've got to take your Villa hat off and just look at the bigger picture. And I was one of those people that always got sucked into it. But now I can look at the bigger picture and go, he just he don't improve the team. So... He just needs to go and hopefully he, I just want him to find a club that he can go to, play football, score goals and just have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's, that's what I want. It's, it's not a bad lad. As I said, he's just, he's trying to make a break in football, which is hard. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously I don't know nothing about it, but you see a lot of people fall away to the wayside. He's played in the Premier League, so there'll be somebody who'll take him on. Um, but yeah, just for where we are at the moment and where we want to be, unfortunately, it doesn't include Davis for me. Um, and like I say, outside of maybe one or two highlights, you would think, you know, I can't really think much out. I mean, like the Albion one was a good, you know, highlight reel for himself, but I'm, I'm starting, I struggle. Uh, there's a bit, I can't remember who it was against, but where he run down the, uh, the flank and cut in and use his strength. So, you know, there is some there, but I just don't think it's where we are as a club. No, unfortunately not, but hopefully he finds someone who can do it. Um, but hopefully he recovers from these two months off and in January we find him a good club to go to online and see and see what he does. Um, we've obviously still got Wesley as well, so there's options there. Um, just unfortunately, again, he's been very unlucky with injuries. And I believe that because Stoke aren't getting him, Stoke are going to go for that younger striker from Man City. Um, is it Rory Delap's son? Yeah. I think yeah. it is. They're going to go for him. Is it Liam? Is it? Yeah. So he'll yeah. go there. And I'm not sure if he's any good with throw-ins, but we'll find out. Um, but yeah, so we're going to end it there. Um, we didn't want to go too off-cuff regarding it was Danny Ings and we ended up talking about Kieran Davis, but it's all Villa, isn't it? So it's all, uh, it's all, uh, it's all what everyone wants to hear. So um, yeah, our next podcast is a very good chance. It'll be a, a don't want to do it. Um, and then, then obviously, hopefully, it'll be more signing ones. So, yeah, um, thank you very much for listening. We appreciate it. Um, I can't wait to see uh, a, a picture and a video of uh, Ings in a Villa top. It'll be strange, but I can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait, to be fair. Like, I mean, as I've said before, my brother's a Newcastle fan. And as I told him after a screen blue murder, he was like, you are joking, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he was absolutely devil. Like I just saw it, like I don't know what he think. I know Danning's his class, but I, I like it. He acted like we've just signed Messi or something. Do you know what I mean? Like his reaction said it all, and I was like, well, if he's feeling the pinch, who gives me so much stick all the while is unreal. And as I said before, I would love to get um, Saint Maximum just to throw it in his face because I will have a shirt with that on it just for the kicks. I've seen a, a few filler players that wanted him. Um, I don't think we'll be look at him because no, we've got no. Bailey, but I've seen a few better players that wanted him. But I think we, we've 
got the better player in Bailey, if I'm going to be honest. He seems a bit yeah. more con- a bit more consistent. He seems to have the finishing um, article more than um, the guy from Newcastle, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it does. He doesn't have a stupid headband with a oh. Versace sponsor or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Um, we do welcome... Danny Ings as a new Villa player now. Absolutely quality. The Villas, uh, the villains keep marching on. So uh, thank you very much for listening and we'll speak to you soon uh, up, up the Villa. Thanks, guys. See you again.